Today is Tuesday, October 24th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Yesterday, a third small envoy of aid entered Gaza, and Hamas released two elderly Israeli women who had been held hostage, both via the Rafah crossing between Egypt and Gaza. The 85- and 79-year-old women were taken from their homes on a kibbutz near the southern border of Israel along with their husbands, who were both not released. Currently, experts believe that Hamas and other militant groups in Gaza have taken 220 hostages, some of whom are not Israelis. Meanwhile, U.S. officials have been raising alarms over potential for wider escalation in the region. To that end, the U.S. has advised Israel to delay the expected ground invasion to allow more time to negotiate for the freedom of more hostages. The U.S. is also continuing to focus on keeping other regional actors at bay, specifically warning Iranian-backed Hezbollah and other groups not to wade further into the conflict, beyond the rockets that they have already been firing. This comes as National Security Council spokesman John Kirby stated that there has been an uptick in the number of drone attacks by Iranian-backed militias against U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria. And even as the U.S. is urging de-escalation, Axios reported yesterday that the Biden administration recently sent a three-star Marine general and several other U.S. military officers to Israel to help advise their military leadership on its Gaza operation. These U.S. officers are not directing operations, but providing advice to the IDF primarily focused on the expected ground invasion, based on lessons they've learned from fighting ISIS. However, they are reportedly not planning to stay in Israel to follow the ground invasion, which apparently still has a giant Tom Wamsgam's pending sign on it. The United Auto Workers Union is expanding their strike after calling on 6,800 workers to walk off the job at Stellantis's largest factory that makes its most profitable vehicle yesterday the Ram pickup truck. This move suggests that there are likely still large gaps in contract negotiations between the UAW and the big three automakers. The UAW is seeking raises of 40% over four years, as well as better retirement benefits and temporary worker pay. Stellantis said in a statement that they were, quote, outraged by the expansion of the strike, saying that they had made a proposal to the union on Thursday and that they were waiting for a counterproposal. Sounds like that may have been the counterproposal. And finally for today, California has passed a new miscarriage law, which requires businesses to grant five days of protected time off for mothers who experience a reproductive loss. That includes situations such as miscarriage, stillbirth, failed adoption, failed surrogacy, or unsuccessful assisted reproduction. The law will take effect on January 1st and will not require that the leave be paid, but it also bans employers from retaliating against employees who take this time off. California's law is the second of its kind in the nation, following Illinois, which enacted a similar measure last year, though some cities have established similar policies, including Boston, Pittsburgh, and Portland. So yeah, between this and banning carcinogens from food, California is practically Europe now. Thank you for listening to the Morning Announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. 